Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. When there's a problem with pipes, you may think that replacement is the only option. Of course, this is an invasive plumbing procedure that may require excavation that may tear up your customer's yard. It can also be very costly, but there is another option. Welcome to another edition of the Man in the Van podcast. I'm your host, Willem Klopper, and in this episode, I chat with my guests, Navina Govender and Clint Ekstian, about specialized pipe rehabilitation Africa and the fact that pipe rehabilitation or relining is a less invasive and less costly option. Welcome, Navina and Clint, and uh, thank you for the two of you for joining me. Thank you, Willem. Welcome. Thank you, Willem. Thank you for having us. Welcome, everybody who's listening. Yeah, it's been a while since we've we've uh, chatted and first met, uh, even though it was only via telephone, and we said that we should do a podcast together. And uh, when you guys told me what it is that you do and, how, and slightly how it works, I said, yes, like it, we need to do this podcast. So I'm actually very happy that we are finally here. Fantastic. Can't wait. Can't wait to give you guys more information. It's something that may be common to many people, but the first time that I heard about pipe rehabilitation or relining for that matter, I immediately thought of everything that can possibly go wrong with it. And then for that reason, it's lucky to finally have the two of you on the show to sort of like educate me or perhaps even educate some of the of our listeners out there about everything that is good and positive about pipe relining. But Clint and, and Navina, before we actually go into our conversation, I'd like to give the to give the two of you the opportunity to quickly introduce yourself to the audience. Just a little bit of a background of who you are and how you fit into the plumbing industry uh, and the pipe pipe uh, rehabilitation and relining type of services. So, uh, first of all, I'm Navina, and I have been in the plumbing industry since the age of 18 which I'm going to give my age away but it's been a while Um, (laughs) more than 10 years in this industry in plumbing and then branched off into setting up and opening up a company called SPRA with Sebastian and uh, Clinton. My role in SPRA is operations as well as the admin background uh, information to customers clients as well as also picking up and learning along the way as these guys teach and show me the new techniques that they are bringing into the company as well as in the industry. So that is basically my role in the company and I'll let Clint take over. Good morning to the listeners. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for the welcoming. I started uh, plumbing myself personally quite a few years ago. I have done plumbing abroad. I uh, own a plumbing business here in Durban called A2D Plumbers. A uh, long time ago with the new flow, I uh, assisted and uh, helped training in uh, gaining some information, some knowledge and some experience in the trade with uh, the new flow 2RC, uh, Kavif Sirkar. I then um, had Navina working with us at A2D for quite some time where we saw the value add to the business, where we can add this pipelining system to the plumbing, where the plumbers can't is where we come in and reline. 
Um, since then, Navina and myself have ventured into a business together. Uh, we are still very close friends. She uh, was my PA for many years, successful, uh, thorough, very professional, and a wonderful lady to deal with. That's a little bit of the background of myself. Um, plumbing and lining, it's my saying or my uh, catchphrase is Albert Einstein said if he had his life over, he would come back a plumber. No matter how bored I get of this industry or find that I get some of but I'll, <laughs> I'll always remember that statement he made and think to myself, until such time as I found out the question or the answer to his question as to why Albert Einstein said he would come back a plumber, well, then I can't be all that day. <laughs> That's myself in a nutshell. <laughs> 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 you know what? Uh, I usually know exactly how to respond to things and know exactly what to say, but this time you've bowled me out. You've knocked me for a six. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do is... <laughs> So I think what we're going to do is to our listeners out there, uh, wherever you may be, um, whether you're on site, you're in your vehicle, on your way to site, uh, or whether you are just uh, at home relaxing and listening to this podcast, please stay tuned. We're going to hop into an ad break. These ads are for your benefit and uh, for your interest. So do listen to them. Clint, Navina, and I will be back right after this. Introducing App Plumber, your gateway to the world of top-notch Rothenberger tools. Whether you're on the job or on the go, get immediate access to everything you need. Make informed decisions swiftly. App Plumber. Empowering your choices. Welcome back to this lacquer episode of the Man in the Van podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and my two guests, Navina Governor and Clint Extian of Specialized Pipe Rehabilitation Africa. Now, when I introduced this episode and I said what uh, we are going to talk about today, we're going to talk about pipe rehabilitation or pipe relining for that matter. And I did mention that as a layperson, the first time that I heard about it, the first thing that I thought was everything that could possibly go wrong with it. But let's kick our conversation off properly, uh, Clint and Navina, if you guys don't mind just with an explanation of what pipe relining really is and, and how it works. Navina, would you like to start or would you prefer I start? I would prefer Clinton starts as he's more technical and a certified new flow installer. Perfect. Hey. All right. So um, to answer your question, a lot of differences come in where the plumbers are unable to, where they come into a scenario or a system where the pipe runs underneath a swimming pool it runs under the building it runs in a column or in a stack where it's situated within the block in the middle the procurement the funding the costs to altering the roof for example on a building that has a slope towards full bore downpipes all that kind of stuff has issues where there's huge expenses to try and alter that to have water flow in different directions we are then able to come in on those failing lines and those failing pipes. And in a layman's terms explanation, we're able to install a pipe with inside your old pipe, losing 2.5% of your internal diameter, factually, and relining the pipe with a new pipe left inside your old pipe with structural integrity and a guarantee for 10 years from new flow. Um, thereafter, we deflate and remove our bladder, leaving you an epoxy-coated, cured, felt-lined pipe from the internal sides, helping your pipes that had holes, pittings, cracks, broken fittings, you name it, whichever the survey has obtained and ascertained from our CCTV footage, the remedy and recommendations can be provided thereafter. 
So for the plumbers who encounter and come across those problems where they have issues where there's not opportunities to remove pipes out of the way or, or relocate them to somewhere else for stormwater, for sewerage, for example. A lot of buildings have blocks of flats where the bathrooms are back to back to one another and there's a common sewerage stack line. Those sewerage stack lines are unable to be maintained over the years. So we're able to come in, yeah. survey, clean, prepare the surfaces that we're going to bond to and install a felt which cures with epoxy and get a 10-year guarantee of a new pipe thereafter. It complies with all the regulated requirements. It is FDA approved in multiple countries globally. It's um, for sewerage and stormwater, reliable, safe. They've done vigorous testings globally with the FDA approvals. Nuclear laboratories from Newflow have uh, started providing and, and producing their own chemicals. They've started to create and function with new felts. They're coming up with ingenuitive sizes for us. We have picked up differences in internal diameters between earthenwares, cast irons, etc. And they're innovative. They're able to amend and chop and change, bob and weave in the industry, which is imperative when you've got a main, main, main franchise owner of a country who's still willing, keen, and able to always improvise, adapt, and survive, especially in an industry which is changing as fast as what ours is. Talking about a changing in industry, I, I keep reiterating the fact that it's mind-blowing the kind of technology that plumbers use, um, especially when it comes to things like this. When, when you hear that there's a pipe that may be in, in cement or in the, in, you know, deep down in a, in a, 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 you know, under soil or flows under a swimming pool, you know, how costly is it going to be to, to dig that up, to, to, you know, to excavate that, to fix it or replace it for that matter. And here you guys have a technology that you can apply to fix it while it's still down there. But Clint, we're talking about exactly how it works. So let's let's get into those details. What happens? You said remove your bladder, what, what, fr you know, the bladder from the pipe. That, so obviously something goes in. First, you do a camera inspection um, to see where the cracks and the leaks and the whatevers and the broken uh, connections and whatever may be. Uh, you determine exactly where that is. Then there's a cleaning process for you to remove whatever is inside there so that the... the the, the, that epoxy that then has to go in there uh, actually sticks to it and, 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 and welds with it for that matter, lack of better terms. Just a quick explanation of how that works, please. Absolutely. So we arrive on site with the team. Our team are dedicated, trained. They're uh, Newflow certified. I was trained by Kavir Serkar, the 2RC to Newflow himself, Mr. Mm -hmm. Dion Oho, really. Um, and effectively what happens is we have a three-part stage system. We would require cleaning and jetting in order to have a clean, decent survey so that all the listeners out there are aware there's been quite a few um, contractors who have returned back to us with their own footage, their own surveys, requesting if we can proceed from their survey. Unfortunately, because we're authorized through Newflow, we have post requirements um, in order for us to do our job according to the way that they've trained us our surveys are the only surveys we can accept in order to provide recommendations going forward. So we'll come into site. We'll do a site inspection with your client, with the plumber on site if, he, if necessary, and you'd like to meet with us on site. We'll run through the inspection of what required, where it is that we can do what we call a wet-out procedure, which is where we actually mix our epoxy, but we need to be in a cool um non-sunshining place in a shade, shaded area somewhere with lower temperatures to the ambient temperature outside. We need to take into account ambient um, humidity um, aspects. We need to take in temperature of the epoxy, the activator, the felt, the area where we're going to mix out. We need to actually take temperatures of the actual pipe where we're going to be installing. 
And sure. um, the cleaning process occurs, the site, in, sorry, let me start from scratch so that this process is correct. So we arrive on site to the site inspection, meet with whoever needs to, have a look at what's required. We return to site after a quotation has been issued to the client in order for us to clean and survey. We conduct the cleaning. We make sure the line is cleaned with all the specialized heads and jets that we have been issued by Newflow. On completion of cleaning, we survey immediately from a spotless clean line so we don't have any um, anomalies in our recommendations or in our findings. Those footages, et cetera, all get authorized and confirmed between myself, Navina, and Newflow. Once recommendations have been confirmed, we provide a quotation for that. We return to site. The inspection would allow us to obviously find out where our areas would be that we would need to have wet out procedures worked, et cetera, where our sheeting would go down. <clears throat> then we have our felt, which is what we re refer to. The felt is actually the liner that gets left within mm -hmm. up on completion. So we arrive to start, we measure, we check, we build up your felt, we pressure test it with air. Each one of the sizes of pipes, each type and uh, variation of pipe has a different pressure rating that we would inflate to in order to expand internally inside the diameter of that pipe. Um, and then we wet out the procedure is what it's called. We lay the felt out, we remove the plastic sheeting, which protects the felt, and we remove the rubber bladder, which all stay connected to one another out of the felt itself. Mm -hmm. We then have what is called an exotherm epoxy, which activates on oxygen and it heats against itself and it cures on heat. So from the time we start mixing our activated epoxy, we effectively have 90 minutes pot life from the time the paddle comes out of our bucket. Sure. To have that entire felt saturated, wet out, and completely rolled with 30 kg rollers and to ensure the saturation is correct. We then score it. We then put our felt, our bladder, and our plastic back into it, tie that all up, make it into a sausage, so to say, and we pull that into the system, into the line, through to the point where our cameras are already sitting in position, waiting to ensure and confirm that we're at the right position. Once it's in position, we then have an air compressor which is connected to it. We compress air fill it up, put it up to the required pressure rating that's necessary for that pipe, and we then have to wait four hours for the epoxy to cure. On completion mm -hmm. of the four-hour... So, yes? Clint, I just want to interrupt you quickly. So that, that air pressure, does that push that epoxy into every crack and every place where, where it needs to go into? Every single nook and cranny that we can. We clean prior to it, obviously, so that the epoxy has a good surface to bond onto. So that cleaning and surveying will be conducted on the first initial for us to provide your recommendations. When we return for installation, we do a once-off clean quickly prior to installation. And that's just to ensure that the epoxy bonds and and yeah. adhesives itself onto all surfaces, circumference around the pipe of that internal diameter. Clint, I want to ask you. You said it, it takes about two percent off of the of the initial diameter, the inside diameter of the pipe. Now, obviously, that has some effect of flow or to the flow, or not really. Because plumbers would, you know, you're a plumber yourself, Navina. You guys have a plumbing company. You are plumbers, um, but. Plumbers would ask that question. They would say, how does it affect the, the flow rate through that, through that pipe? So we have different GSMs, um, which is the thicknesses of a felt, um, the actual felt that we pro provide for you. The recommendation will be stated on site when we do the initial inspections and when we do the surveys. For stormwater, hypothetically, that's running from, uh, let's say, a full bore drain that's from a 17-story building, it's a single pipe, one drop, no connections, 17 floors down. That kind of pipe, for example, we would prepare, we would recommend that 
a 300 GSM felt liner, which is a thinner option because it's only storm water. There's no, um, what do you want to call there's it? No pressure, uh, pressure there's no pressure. corrosive. It. Uh, yeah, but there's also, there's no corrosive yeah. elements that are being added to it, like oh. our detergents that we use and all of our, um, our corrosive chemicals that are in our cleaners that actually perish items and perish rubbers yeah. and stuff like that. So for us, it's important to understand what is the application, what is the use, because there's different types of GSM felt liner thicknesses that we can use. But losing 2.5%, and I'm talking percentage, 2.5% of the internal diameter of a 110-millimeter pipe is bringing you down to around about 108, 106 millimeters, where the diameters of European standards, for example, of sewerage and stormwater and all that, they run at 90 mils, 90 to 100 mils. Mm. So we're still overkill with the South African market where we still run with 150, 110 mils and 50 mils waste pipes, where most of the European markets are running in 40s and 90s. So mm. for us to lose 2.5% engineers, even, even engineers here in this country, accept and are grateful for the ability that we can provide non-invasive problem, uh, non-invasive solutions sure. to the problems that they have encountered. And the texture of it when it's done, that, that epoxy, you know, the texture isn't, it doesn't, the, the, the texture itself, we, 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 we now said that 2% of the, um, of the, of the diameter <clears throat> doesn't really affect it, but the texture of it, you know, the, 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 the humps and bumps of it or whatever, does that not flow the, the, the flow rate? So there are technical uh, methods in which they have created processes that we follow in order to create a smooth, flush, seamless finish on the inside edge. Um, the plastic sheeting that is between the rubber bladder and the actual felt itself gives it an additional protection. The bladder then expands the plastic sheeting decently as well so that the circumference of the plastic sheeting is expanded perfectly all the way through. Something that the plumbers could note and something very important for them to understand is if there's uh, substantial amounts of pieces missing of pipes underground, like the earthenware we often find with the clay pipes, pieces actually fall out and they go down the system and you only find later mm. on that there are actually pieces of pipe totally missing and they're not still within the lines. Yes. Where the yes. felt falls those gaps, you will see a slight recess in the felt or like a lip but it won't be a reduced lip to slow flow rate down. It'll be basically that the oh. felt will fill up a gap or fill up a hole, giving you a continual flow downstream. Let's get to quickly why why would plumbers, why would customers go for this kind of option? Why would they even consider it as an option? Tell us about the benefits of pipe re relining and rehabilitation. In terms of benefiting our clients as well as the plumbers, um, the less evasive way of repairing your line compared to breaking up your entire yard. That's one of the most important aspects for a client when they're at home or at a commercial property. They don't want to see things being torn apart, especially when there's expensive landscaping, water features, um, and there's, you know, uh, historics behind the property itself, which we had a customer who refused to remove her water feature. She did not want it removed. She mm. um, she said that I would gladly go with relining based on the fact that I would I wouldn't have to lose the historics of her property, that, that, which is eventually going to be selling. Value or... Yes, it's got sentimental yeah. value as well as she appreciates the historics of. Um, her property as well as KZN, she's very involved in the uh, preser uh, uh, preserving these kind of uh, monuments herself. Heritage. Yes. So for her, instead of breaking up and exposing the uh, entire property and the backyard, we got Clint in, we had our team come in and basically 
formulate a design of how we're going to line her system, get that system up and running, cleaned, surveyed, lined. And when we had left, she said it was like she had no one working in her yard. She complimented us, sent us a referral letter based on the fact that she would refer this going far and across to everybody that she knows based on the fact that she's had previous guys come in, tear up her place and leave and walk away. It's never been put back to how it was compared to Mm. when we come in. So in terms of saving you guys, saving our customers money, saving um, our commercial customers money, it is more of an outlay in terms of the funding and financial aspect, but the Mm -hmm. guarantees and warranties you get from lining your pipe, then replacing it is far more superior. It's, 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 it's better than um, having it dug up, replaced, put back together. And then there's a plumber who most probably won't come back. There's, um, issues with sometimes not even using certified plumbers or um, registered plumbers. Whereas we come in and we say, okay, listen, this is the system we're going to put in place. This is what you're going to outlay in terms of finances, but this is what you get from us as a backup service, as your warranties and your guarantees on the product. As we, as Clint mentioned, we only use new flow accredited products and we follow their procedures in terms of putting this in place. So, your daily activities, be it your business yeah, at home, doesn't get disrupted. Yes, yes. Just to um, uh, add on to what Navina is stating about the daily activities there not being interrupted. Imperative to understand for commercial and industrial sites, hypothetically, um, I'm going to, for argumentative sake, just give a paint manufacturing company a name of Joe Soap Paints. So Joseph Paints has a large, let's say 200, or let's say 115,000 square meter factory production. They're busy manufacturing paints. They've got huge amounts of lines running in their production concrete slabs underneath the actual production area and floor itself. We would be able to provide and devise a plan for them to continue production without any downtime, no switching off of items. We can bypass from manhole to manhole and line in between sectors where we require having obviously no water so we can dry out for ourselves. Mm. We have wet out procedures, what we term when we put the felt together, but then we have a dry out requirement where that felt Mm. obviously cannot get water to it. So we bypass things for factories. We work in non-interrupted systems. So the, the argument that most of the clients might have or the questions that they might have, which could be peace of mind to put for themselves is, an excavation requirement for a plumber, hypothetically, if you want to chop from a commercial where we can continue your production line stall whilst we're working. Yeah. Now you go to the home environment and you give the example to the client, the single individual consumer, for example. You could have yeah. a team of plumbers, let's say five, six, seven guys, however many is adequate for the space and the amount of space that they actually have to work within proximity of one another. Excavate, I don't know, let's say 15, 20 meters. Um, through your garden, through wherever it is, rerouting pipes. You might have building line restrictions, so you can't actually reroute pipes now, and now your hands are tied. In those types of instances where you have what I term cluster accommodation, everybody's so closely living, knitted on top of each other, you sometimes yeah. don't have an opportunity to reroute that pipe. And if you don't have the opportunity to reroute that pipe and you can't afford to expend the 15, 20 chips, digging in your yard for four, five, six, up to seven days sometimes, then coming back to reinstate, place paving back, redo your landscaping, we would effectively be in and out with a lining system within two to four days at the most. 
And the access we need is an entry point at a manhole and an exit point anywhere else downstream. Crikey, Moses. That's required, literally. There's no downstream place for us. We can dig down, find that piece of pipe, and create a, a, an exit point for ourselves. And we could line the area of non-invasive requirement for you without any form of damage to your property. And we could be in and out of your site within two to four days. And bear in mind that we've got an inspection. That's site day one, yes. number one. Then we return to site for a clean and survey. That's number two. So we're not really actually physically doing any invasive work whilst on site doing a survey or an inspection. We're just camera surveying, cleaning. And then day three, we come and build up the felt liner, put it in position. Day four, if it's required, we return to site and do a post-survey. So within four days, you've had no excavation, no evasive works, no dem demolition, nothing of any sort. And we're finished at the end of the fourth day showing you a survey of your completed liner situated within your parts. Mikey Moses. Clint Navina, I actually want to want to learn more about SPR, SPRA as a as a company itself and the services that you provide to the to the um, to the other plumbers. Just before we go um, onto that onto that topic, um, let's just cross over to another quick ad break. Uh, to our listeners out there, do stay tuned. Again, these ads are for your interest and for your benefit. We'll be back right after this. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Welcome back to this very interesting episode of the Man of the Band podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and my two guests, uh, Navina Governor and Clint Extian of Specialized Pipe Rehabilitation Africa. In this episode, we're talking about pipe rehabilitation, pipe relining. We're talking about what it is, how it works, uh, the benefits thereof. But now I want to get to uh, SPRA itself. Um, it's interesting to hear that plumbers provide services to other plumbers. And obviously, pipe relining being such a specialized thing. I mean, other plumbers wouldn't require your services, Clint and Navina, um, if it wasn't so specialized. So obviously, you guys had to undergo strict training about how this works. You uh, you, there's some form of accreditation through, let's say, Newflow, whose products you use. Tell us about all of this. Like we mentioned, SPRA is a licensed and certified Newflow Clazidin installer. We had to go through a process of obviously procuring all the machinery first, investing in that, and then thereafter programming and coordinating the guys to get our training done, which Clinton went through a full week of training as well as lining his own pipes at his place as well as a uh, sample and a training uh, as part of training as well, um, which we also had to perfect after our training before we actually find through Newflow to carry out these kind of services. There are plumbers that are walking away from, from sites that they cannot actually fix or they, they cannot um, dig and expose like a stack line that's encased in brickwork or concrete. There's uh, pipes way underneath the uh, surface, uh, concrete surfaces where they say, okay, it's going to cost you X amount and then they have to walk away from, from a job or walk away from a site. This is where SPRA comes in as well as for our not only our, our customers but also our contractors within our industry. We can then provide them with different 
and an, 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 another avenue for them to also create an income, not only for themselves, but also bring this in as a value add to their business as well, using us where they don't have to outlay anything. We've done everything for them. All you've got to do is just approach us and we're there to provide support. As we in this industry, we support each other and um, we try not to bring anyone else down. So we, in this aspect, SPRA is also here to provide a backup solution and a value add to other plumbing businesses who don't have this kind of machinery, don't have this experience or don't have the certification. That's where we come in. Mm. So in terms of what SPRA is about, it's about changing this industry, changing how K- changing the pipes of KZN, making sure that we can all have uh, efficient flowing sewer stormwater lines going forward. As you know, we've been through a lot this year alone as well for with the floods, um, and a lot has taken place in terms of underground. Mm. Um, and like Clint mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, that we were going to be approaching our local municipality to get um, get them using the system, so we can now change the infrastructure for everybody to basically have clean, decent, flowing systems where they don't have to have sewer or waste popping up in showers. And recently in uh, Shellcross, there's sewer overflowing into the graveyards and stuff like that where they don't they don't have an idea as to what they're going to be doing to prevent it yet that's where we're going to be coming in so SPRA is basically here to change the current situation in case it in terms of the water and sanitation situation that we have currently as well as surrounding areas in case it in we here to provide the solution to you guys when you contract to to other contractors to to other service providers what kind of rates do you offer them well, we have a separate contractor's rate for uh, for contractors based on the fact that we're going to be working with them as well. Uh, we don't approach or poach any clients. That's one thing we need to make uh, make note of is that we will work with with the uh, main contract main contractor as a subcontractor, and uh, we offer them certain rates, different rates for that. Um, it's important to note that we we would have the main contractor approach their client, make all the arrangements, everything of that nature. And we just come in and take over the site, basically get it all done and hand it back over to your, to the main contractor to finalize and deal with their client. It's good to hear that you give them a, a contractor's rates because it also makes it easier for them to market this kind of option to, to their customers and their clients. I think it's important to make note of that because it is something that I mentioned earlier, which is with regards to the survey. Because we authorize through NewFlow, we are unable to utilize other plumbing contractors' surveys. And a lot of plumbers do have CCTV cameras, and they are able to do their own surveys and conduct such. But the concerns and and the issues are that we have quite a few, I think it's over 37 steps in the processes for quality control from NewFlow, from site inspection to completion and post video. So for us, we, we've, we've, like Navina said, it was a, it was a five-day, full-week training, seven hours a day, nonstop, myself personally and assistants, um, trying to cram and, and pretty much absorb all the information given to us. And obviously, the machinery outlay is quite an extensive amount as well. Uh, you, with regards to the machinery, you need a vehicle to move it, so there's a vehicle requirement for that too. And then the training facility that she was referring to, just to finish what she was stating, was they have an authorization requirement at the completion for your certification. So if you're unable to provide and do four 
flawless liners for them. They will not authorize you. So you need to get mm -hmm. to a point of actually passing your exam in practical sure. on your own out the tech here. He will then check all your quality control documents from start to finish, including your post survey. And only if he authorizes that installation will you get your first authorization. You need to obtain four of those before they'll allow you to be an authorized installer. Sure. And it's like you say, it is quite technical. It is quite hard for the layman of the guys that say, you know, it's quite technical. Is it very worrying? It is. You've got 90 minutes pot life. Mm. Um, 90 minutes is not a long time. It's one and a half hours. Sure. But if you take into account KwaZulu-Natal has an average humidity of around 60 to 70%, well, 90 minute pot life now comes 60 minutes. Yeah. You lose 30 minutes immediately because of humidity. If you're in a hot area where you don't have any shade and you can't mix out somewhere where it's cool, yeah. sometimes we even call the job totally and tell the client we have to come back when it's cooler. Yeah. Because if we do mix out, that epoxy heats on itself. It's exotherm. So it, it activates by oxygen. It activates on heat. And with both Durban being hot and one of the best climates in the globe, um, when it comes to growing and uh, having our beautiful heat and uh, humidity content that we do in our city it becomes extremely hard on average we averaged in the last year i would say between 45 and max 60 minutes pot life yeah. and when i say pot life you must understand for the layman plumbers who understand how these lining systems work when you're mixing epoxy and an exotherm epoxy starts getting to 140 degrees celsius within 90 minutes at around 30 minutes, 35 minutes, if you're unable to hold that felt with your hands because the temperature of the actual felt is too hot, you have to dump that in the nearest skip or bin. You cannot try and put that in a pipe and block the client's line because when we come in with a plumber can't. Yeah. If we make a mistake, we need to inform the client immediately that we have blocked their entire line totally. Crikey, Moses. And then, remedy, then we need to provide remedy solutions to rectifying that and utilizing other machinery if that occurs. So that's where it becomes extremely technical that we've got to make sure our processes are all completed correctly and all of our quality control documents are all checked, mm. boxed, file closed. Everything is done prior to even putting an epoxy and an activator in a bucket. Every single step of that is prepared and, and process is completed prior to this installation because, like I say, with humidity and temperature, our timing doesn't go according to the process of the franchise model. Our 19 minutes is normally about an hour. Yep. And that's an hour to have that belt pulled into the line where it needs to be resting and inflated. Crikey, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> but like for the contractors, you see the plumbers that are going to get better rates. They're going to send us lots of repeat business. They're going to come across yeah. this. We're going to put this in the forefront of their minds. They're going to have an additional solution, an additional option for their clients. For us to do that with the repeat business, we would naturally have a reduced lower rate for them for that repeat business. And as we say, we're a value add to their company. Yes. We're not coming into the client base. We're just coming in to provide the relief the client's looking for, for that solution there at the time, hand them back to their customer and leave. It's exactly when you're specialist, that's kind of all you can do is you provide the specialist solution that they're requiring for the pain relief that they're suffering from. And then you pass it back on to the said professional that was handling with the client in the beginning. Yeah, that's exactly. kind of it's, 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 it's one of it's it's like Navina said it's it's you're not competitors to to the other plumbers. No. In fact, you're 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 a partner for them. You you you're part of the same industry. A value add. Love it. Couldn't couldn't state it. So better. they have another option now where their options used to be very limited. Now there's an additional option for them. Yeah. to make them look better.
Clinton Navina, we, we are running out of uh, airtime for this episode. So um, I'll quickly just want to break down your your let the service offerings. We're talking about CCTV camera pipe inspections. Uh, what others are there? Let's break it quickly down before we, we say goodbye to, to our listeners. I'm going to jump in with the CCTV. A lot of people are aware of it. They do have their uh, cameras. A lot of plumbers do have cameras, as we've stated through this podcast. Uh, High-pressure jetting is cleaning of your systems and your lines, as we've discussed before with the jetting machine. Um, But the most important one there is the Picote drain cleaning. And Picote machine that we possess is able to remove roots, reinforcing any obstructions that have actually penetrated the pipe systems or affected the pipe systems or altered them in any way we're able to utilize specific machinery and adapted heads that go onto those machinery to reinstate holes remove roots take out reinforcing if the contractors have have put reinforcing through the line without knowing and unfortunately it went through without anybody being able to prove it other than on a survey we have had uh, instances where we've found things that have been pushed down lines as a plug for the time being which got lost later on which we are able to break up into smaller pieces and remove so there's many methods in which we have with the machinery for the picote that we could assist plumbers in getting lines that have concrete in them, tile adhesive, roots, all of that kind of thing removed for them, and thereafter pipe lining over the area that was damaged so that they have a consistent um, internal diameter for flow. Navina, where and how can plumbers and other contractors get hold of you? What, what, how, where, do, where do they find SPRA? Okay, SPRA is on has their own website, so you can you can have a look at our services, testimonials, as well as a short video of how it works on our website, which is www.spra.spra.co.za, and you can also contact us on WhatsApp, which we have our own QR code, which will be provided and uploaded onto our website as well. Um, you scan the code and you connect straight to WhatsApp, which is through to me, mm-hmm. as well as we have a email address as well, which is sales at spra.co.za. You can send all your inquiries, um, all your questions, anything that you require uh, in terms of services from us through those through three channels. Um, as well as we also have Facebook, Instagram, and now we are venturing into YouTube and TikTok. So we're going to be making SPRA go viral. So you guys will be able to contact us through many different handles. Um, just look out for just look out for our um, new YouTube channel. You guys can subscribe. It's SPRA Africa. And there's also our TikTok handle, which is SPRA Africa as well. Clint and Navina, any last words to to uh, to our listeners? Clint, you want to go? You want to go ahead? Just that if there's any provisions, any requirements, any questions, please feel free to email us. Please feel free to pass any uh, comments that you have, any um, sites that you have where you would like to discuss further. Even if you're not in our city and we're able to, we can provide solutions. We're here. We're a phone call away. If we're unable to help, you know, it costs you around 50 for the call. But most cases, we can provide solutions, even if it's just necessary technical advice. We've done quite a few of those for people in different provinces via telephone, video calls, etc. So if it's specialized and you're needing assistance, we're a phone call away. We're available 24-7, 365 in the quarter when it comes around every four years. Again, evident that uh, you guys are not seeing yourself as the competitors to other plumbers, but rather a partner to them to subcontract with them and make things possible. 
Clint and Avina, thank you so much for your time and your effort. This was, to me, a very, very interesting uh, conversation. Um, Clint, thanks for the the technical uh, explanations there. Navina, from your side as well, um, I appreciate what you've shared with us today. Thank you ever so much. Go Boca. <laughs> Go Boca. Thank you, Willem. Thank-, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having us on the podcast. I can't wait for this to air. And thank you for everyone for listening. Thank you, Clint. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you, Navina. Thank you, everybody at Perb. Thank you for the podcast and the opportunity to put our services out there. We hope to helping uh, quite a few KZN installers and anybody else across the country who's needing assistance or advice. We're a phone call away. That's it. To our listeners, Clint and Navina couldn't have said it better. I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 